Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Big Planet Comics Podcast. This is episode 173. I'm Nick. I'm Kelly. I'm Jared. I'm here to talk about comics, comic-related things. Uh, stuff. Yes, yeah, stuff. Things. Actors. Actors. Sure. We talk about a lot of actors. Tom Hardy is, and comes up a lot. That's true. We haven't talked so about Tom Hardy in a while. Can we talk about John Boyega? John oh, Boyega? Yeah. Or Oscar Isaac. I'm oh, still yeah. on the oh, Star yeah. Wars Well, no, we should talk about that. Because he's it? going to be an X-Men. He is an X-Men. Really yeah, soon. It's happening. How do you feel about that? He's well, wearing he's an X-Men? Covered his whole face. He's wearing a lot of makeup. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like Carl Urban <laughs> and forgot. Dredd all over again. No, they didn't cover up his chin. It was all good. And no, it was computerize not. Computerize his voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That was apocalypse for you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I wasn't Thank quite you. sure what was happening there. That's terrible. Um, Thanks. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. They did cover up his face. They covered up his beautiful, beautiful face. Yep. Yeah. Um, what have you guys been up to? Mother's Day was recently. Yep. You guys do anything fun for Mother's Day? I'm uh, trying to. I went to the Outback <laughs> Steakhouse. I'm working on it. Did you? Did you? Yes. Nice. My nice. parents love Outback too. I'm, I'll probably run into you there at some point. Uh, no, <laughs> not if I can help it. I went to we Ted's Bulletin. Like oh, you to did? Go there. Yeah. Nice. That's I had place. some homemade breakfast Called in the morning. Said, "Hey, I'm having breakfast." Movies, yeah. Oh, what you guys see? Captain America. It's a war. Hey, <laughs> happy Mother's Day. It was great. Um, yeah, it was a fun day. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. Uh, what else did I do? My sister is in town, so been hanging out a lot. Mostly just you know, talking, catching up on yeah. stuff. You haven't seen her in a while, right? Yeah, she lives in Greece, so catching up on the stuff going on in Greece with the families. How's that going? Cool. It's good. Everybody She's like, Greece is great. Greece is great. Everything is wonderful. <laughs> that's great for her. She just works and goes oh, to really? the beach. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. It's fun. Rough life. Yeah, it's beach time. Um, yeah, that's it. That's what. That's all we've been up to. Nothing too crazy. We're all still tired from free comic book yeah. days. So. We're never going to recover from that. We're never going to recover. I realized I never watched the first like 13 episodes of Elementary, which is like one of my favorite shows. So I went back. How and did you miss the first season? It's first first half of the season. Uh, it's CBS no. and CBS is weird. really weird about what they put streaming, so oh, it was yeah, just yeah. like impossible to find. So I was just like, just okay, I'll just wherever. start now. Yeah. Um, so it's on Hulu, and I was like, I don't want to do anything but lie around and recover from free comic book days. <laughs> so I've just been watching like six episodes a day, nice. and so I caught up with where I was, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna keep watching. <laughs> now they get so, you. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all I'm doing with my life right now is watching Elementary. Which I've just been like, there's been like just Game of Thrones, and then the time between episodes of Game of Thrones. That's true. Uh, it's been great this season. Um, yeah, I've seen the new Game one, but I no. saw the first few. You saw the first two. Yep. Oh man, so many things happen. It's true. It's moving so fast now that they're I like, watch it right now. They don't have to like, yeah, have every like detail from the book. They're just like, let's just want. barrel through this. Yeah. Um, but it's exciting and fun. Um, oh, I finally saw Straight Outta Compton. I'm slowly oh, I still up haven't on. seen it either. Oh man, it was so good. It was good. I heard yeah. it was really good. It was at the end. I'm like, oh yeah, nobody was nominated for this acting. I was. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. It's true. That director is doing something exciting. Oh, really? Yeah, he's so, doing something big. I can't remember. Yeah, a big thing. Like a major. Major corporate thing. Yeah. Like, no, one of the DC things, maybe. Is that what really? it is? Maybe. I is don't he doing remember. Cyborg? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Can we stop I so know. I can look this up? I know. We no, like. Just Google it. Just go um, we'll carry on. But yeah. Running information out. as we do it. Running information. Yeah. Perhaps we should head to some news and Kelly can fill us in. <laughs> yes. We'll be back with some news on who, <laughs> what this guy, whose name I don't even know is directing. <laughs> It's just in. They're making another lock and key TV show, or they're going to try another to. Another one? They did a pilot. 
Oh, really? Yeah, but it never got is picked up. Is that available to see? I think it's online. I think it's on I YouTube. I would really like to see I've never that. actually watched it. I should watch it because I really love Lock and Key. Oh, man. That's Fast great. Eight. Uh, Fast this just eight. in our special oh. correspondent, <laughs> Kelly. Live uh, from the, the Fast Street. Who's directing Fast Eight? Uh, it's F. Gary Gray. Ah, the director wow. of Straight Outta Compton? Yeah, and Good for him. the remade Italian job, which I didn't realize, I which is either. a Weird. movie that oh, I like. Did he do the Italian job? Yeah. That makes sense. It's good which was a, yeah, that was a fun Fast movie. Eight. It makes sense for Fast Eight, yeah. 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 Now I'm excited about, oh, we talk about Fast and Furious again. <laughs> oh, man. It's all full circle. <laughs> Always comes back to Fast and the Furious. I still love Fast and the Furious. All right. It's what great. if Fast Eight had John Boyega? I mean, racing I'm racing one for car. It. Hold on, I, Oscar Isaac in another one. Who would win? I think we should go to Kelly. Wait, is Oscar Isaac Wait, in, in Fast Eight? He's gonna be. <laughs> is in he my, in my dreams? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The two of them. Are great both His of career them trajectory is not at the point They're where he would in be Fast in Fast Eight. Fast Furious you don't movie. think Oscar Isaacs would be in Fast Eight for uh, fun? No, you I are don't. Wrong. I don't. In fact, I mean, he's an he X Men. He's he's doing a production of Hamlet in New York for fun. This is this is yeah, the person who is, Oscar Isaac is. He's in X Men. It's true. As it's true. Apocalypse. That is fair. That is rebutting any possible argument. <laughs> that is fair. So who would win? In a race or Oscar? I don't, I don't know. know. Are they racing on foot? No, no, they're in cars. So <laughs> what kind of cars are they driving? I don't. Mini Coopers. Know. That oh, that's an amazing. Italian job. They could be. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who would win? Probably John Boyega. He'd be in like I an Aston like Martin or something. He's more of a I feel, yeah, he, he would commit to it a lot yeah, harder, yeah. I think. Oscar uh, would have a really fun time, though. I mean, he's more of a pilot. That's true. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Lock and Key TV show. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah, uh, Joe Hill's going to be writing the pilot, so, oh. and he's going to be executive producer. So Hopefully that will get made. Yeah, I'll be excited. Uh, I mean, it's like a, it's perfectly made for TV. It's not like there's nothing too crazy where they can't do it on TV. Yeah, it's got um, enough like crazy special effects, but it's a really good character drama. Right. Uh, really creepy vibe. Yeah. And really amazing art. So yeah. it would have they do a good adaptation of the great. style of it. I'm excited. Um, yeah. Plus, it's on like one location. It's just in a crazy old house. Like right. you could do a lot there. You could do a lot. Come on, TV people. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's happening. That's all. That's all <laughs> the news we got. We got. Well, yeah, speaking of TV shows, also we got a. Uh, Preacher's coming out in a couple weeks. Oh, man. May 22nd. Yeah, step it up. Um, and then Outcast comes out like at the same time or right after it. Um, there's a lot of comic shows coming out. But yeah. those, I'm excited about both of those. So May 22nd is this, this Sunday, man. It's coming. So yeah. what, we got well, something on Saturday. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, we have a thing. Oh, yeah. Speaking of news, uh, we have a Marinomi sign yep. on Saturday the 22nd. 21st? 21st. Whatever, whatever this Saturday is. This Saturday, 2 uh, o'clock. Two, yeah, 2 p.m. Not right. 2 a.m. <laughs> Oh man, I would not stay awake. Well, speaking of two AM, the other night I was uh I do some Uber driving sometimes and I I drove this guy. Uh picked up this guy like two thirty in the morning. This, um older Japanese man and he was like, I'm going to this concert. I was like, uh what? And he's like, I'm going to take me to the Fillmore. I was like, It's two thirty in the morning. What are you talking about? He's like, It starts at eight PM. I was like, Uh He's like, I'm gonna wait outside with my friends. I was like, It's eighteen hours, oh you're insane. God. What? He was going to see Baby Middle, so I can't really blame him. Oh. That is incredible. <laughs> uh, wow. I was I was kind of like, damn, I should come back when this show actually yeah. starts and go. You should have paid him to get you a ticket. Yeah. I'm like, wait in line. Save me a spot, man. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Did you see that? Um, I don't know how long ago this happened, but I just saw screenshots of it. Like Rob Zombie posted on his Facebook page about meeting Baby Metal and how <laughs> awesome they were. And nice. like, there are all these commenters being like, ah, I like you a lot, but this, I can't, I can't get behind this. And he like <laughs> shut all of them down. And you're like, these girls are more metal than you yeah. have ever been. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> it was fantastic. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, that was all the news we had. Yep. Uh, next up, we're going to do some questions. Ooh. 
All right. Uh, we got a question here today from Aram, the Space Armenian, and his friends. Oh, from boy. From Washington, D.C., Space Sector 2814. Hey, that's us. Hey, Aram. How's it going? Hey. Long time no read. <laughs> um, Aram says, Dear Big Planeteers, first, you know, first off, you guys are the best in the universe. Well, he Spain. would know because he's... You know, travels around. A bit. Travels around. He's a space Armenian. Um, probably like there's no other. Is there any other life that he that we know of? <laughs> yeah, man. He talks about it in the second one. Oh, does he? Oh, it's in the question. All right. Um, so it's, uh, secondly, I love my job fighting space blobs and defending the galaxy. But I asked this for a friend. <laughs> space blobs. I told you, man. They man, might not be what alive, planet are the space blobs from? I don't want to. Are know. they sentient? Or are they just like That's blobs? That's what we don't know. Yeah, we don't know this. Uh. Somebody should tell the story of Aram. Um, say, <laughs> there's this person who is a friend who is unhappy from a soulless office grind. Are there any books you can recommend for this friend about modern work life or fighting the good fight against the man? Robin Hood type stories of helping the lowly or struggling underdogs that this person can read and find solace and solidarity in. Thank you in advance on behalf of my friend who needs a boost. Oh, you know, it just occurred to me, uh, uh, Heartthrob. Like there, it's Heart only, job, only yeah. one issue, but there's a great scene of just like you know sticking it to the man, sticking it to the to man, the office, and walking away from your office job and turning yeah. to a life of crime. <laughs> right, <laughs> that is a plus. So, so um, there's that. <laughs> right, there's also Renato Jones, which you talked about. Yeah, last, last week. week. Yep, he's fighting the white one percent. So yeah. he's literally fighting the man. It's true. Um, what else we got? Transmetropolitan, I guess, kind of. Yeah, he's bit. he's like a journalist, kind of exposing the corrupt nature of things and right. trying to right the world a little bit with some crazy anarch anarchical <laughs> techniques and yeah, stuff. True. Uh, it's he's thinking about um, like in real life, which is about helping. Oh yeah. The like the little gold farmer right. dudes <laughs> in the yeah, like China, yeah, <laughs> China, um, and stuff like I don't know Cleopatra in space. That's uh, like fighting a giant. Right. I don't know space, space empire, empire, Star um, Wars, Star Wars, sure, Star Wars, the man. I don't know if we're like expanding it to that, <laughs> that to level. that degree. Um, I don't know. There's all sorts of stuff, but I I can't yeah, that's really a, think of question. too much of it. But hmm. Renato Jones is a good like current one. Um, but yeah, there's not too many like office related comics. I'm trying to think of stuff that starts in like an office and goes crazy. There's some, but they're not necessarily good ones. <laughs> or, or sorry, happy ones. Yeah. Happy like there's ones. through the habit trails, which is horribly depressing. True. Work stuff. So I'll read that one. <laughs> we had somebody come in who was asking about a manga that takes place in an office and we didn't have that, but we he ended up getting Master Keaton because it's like about an office guy or like he's a very boring job that he goes off and like does indiana jones type that's stuff true. in his spare time which is that's a pretty nice escapist fantasy not very robin hood though it's true, true. uh there's the robin hood comic that's coming out uh, <laughs> merry men merry men gay um, robin hood comic gay, gay robin hood comic um yeah i don't know it's a, tough, it's a tough one anybody else got some better suggestions please let us know yeah do some more is there a thing that you like to read that distracts you from the you know the terrible grind of your day job. <laughs> it's probably like Batman punching super villains. Yeah, that helps me a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guess mm. yeah. I like all of them. Are like Batman's fighting the man. Read Court of Owls. <laughs> he's he's fighting go. the man. They run the city, right? But is Batman the man himself? He's he's, the, he's inside the man. That's true. Yeah, and right. there's the like <laughs> subverting the, the man. recent subverting like the man. we are Robin comics about like the kids That's on true. the street fighting fighting up back yep. against villains. There That's you a go. good one. That is a good one. All right, we got a few. A 
you. Hopefully that kind of helps. But if anyone else got more, let us know. Yeah, yeah. please do. Definitely Renato Jones, I think, because that, that's like... It's pretty on the really, nose. Yeah, <laughs> really fighting the man. Um, right there in the title, 1%. As always, Aram, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, thank you for protecting our galaxy. Or our, our sector, anyway. From space blobs. I don't know if he protects the rest of the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he protects us. He it's doesn't really matters. care about the rest. He's busy, man. He's killing space blobs. Yeah. Does he kill them or does he arrest them? That's a question he's, for He Aram. fights them, he for sure. He probably arrests them. Yeah. Does he have a... A blob boss, <laughs> no, <laughs> that he uh, wants to stick to stick it to. Probably, um, is his friend a blob? That's uh, these are questions we want you to oh, answer. Man. Yeah. These are these are tough ones. So send us your a- send us your answers <laughs> and questions <laughs> to uh, where you, where can you send them? Big Pod- Planet podcast on, on Facebook, podcast at Big Planet Comics, Tumblr, dot com, Twitter, dot com. But otherwise, just look Big Planet Comics up and reach out. Yeah, yeah reach out. We'll Tell them come in person and show us some space blobs. Uh, yeah, and that was all the questions we have. Now we are, are going to do some reviews. We love comics, they're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right, it was a pretty big week this week, at least trade-wise. Uh, yeah, not a very big week uh, issue-wise. Not too many new new uh, new new books. New series starting um, anyway. But yeah, there's some a bunch of trades I'm excited to read. They're right in front of me. I can see Rutabaga Volume Two is out. I Yay. really need to read that. I read it. It's great. I need to read High Bone Theater because I love Joe Daly. If you haven't read Dungeon Quest, oh my I gosh, highly recommend so it. Good. Guardians of the Louvre is fantastic. You read it. You read everything. I you read did everything. read. I want to read the Conundrum Press book. Um, there's a Thoreau book. There were some really good collections. The Spider Gwen, the first All New Wolverine, Twilight Children collection came out. The first Boys of the, Club, of the new Daredevil collection. Yeah, Secret Times looks great. I really want to read Cig- Cigarette Girl. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah it looks it's cool. like a '70s manga. Looks, and uh, Adam Starlek from uh, Europe finally got collected in got English again. Just looking at this, I need to so read all good these things. things. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, we're not going to. We tell did you read about some stuff. Things. We haven't read any of those. <laughs> we did read a few things. Uh, first of all, we read Adventures of Supergirl number one by Sterling Gates and our, uh, one of our favorites, Bengal. Yeah, so I um, I just finished the first season of Supergirl, and I watched oh, like the last eleven episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a lot of emotions about Supergirl. So this was a great this was a great comic to read. Um, yeah, so this is specifically spins off from the TV show, although you really don't necessarily need to watch it to appreciate this. Um, it's about mostly Kara and her sister Alex who is an agent of the DEO which is like the agency that investigates kind of like alien activity right. um on earth and so this is about Kara going up against a uh an alien who was locked in this prison that was that also came from Krypton basically when Kara landed on earth. So did this prison. So there are all these like crazy supermax aliens running around. Um, and this is one who Alex went up against before, before Kara revealed herself as a Supergirl, and she's come back and she's very angry. Um, so yeah, it's a really good standalone story. It's the art is fantastic. It's really, really cute and yeah, fun. Bengal's awesome. Um, if you like the tone of the show, it feels very much like the tone of the show. Um, yeah. It just, I don't know. It's I like love the, this it's issue. It's like the show with a bigger budget because they can kind of do whatever they want. Yeah, and I love that they're fleshing out sort of Alex's past because she's honestly my favorite character on the show. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, and the fact, and the bond between the sisters, which is also my favorite thing about the show. So yeah. Also, it's importantly, great. this is a superhero comic 
that is the same level as Supergirl's TV show, so it's good for all ages of readers, I'd it say. It is. Which is a thing lacking in a lot of superhero comics these days. <laughs> it's true. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, this is definitely the best quality of DC likes to do tie-in stuff for their TV properties, and this is by far the best one they've done. Um, really, really good. Awesome. So, yeah, everybody, check out Adventures of Supergirl number one. Uh, next up, we have... Heavy Metal number 280. Uh, you might ask, why are we reviewing a random issue of Heavy Metal? But the answer is that this is the first issue edited or yeah, edited by Grant Morrison. Kind of, He's writing some of it, too. Um, and so we thought we'd talk about it. Hey, Nick, what is Heavy Metal? What is Heavy Metal? Heavy Metal is a British magazine. Hmm. Right? No. no. Is it not British? You're killing me. I thought here. it was British. All these me. years. Hey, Jared, what is Heavy Metal? <clears throat> Heavy metal is the American edition of metal uh, or la, which means screaming metal, not heavy metal, which was a French. Oh, French. Uh, comics magazine started by such cool people as Mobius uh, back in, I think, the late 70s, early 80s, uh, which was one of the first things to kind of put together crazy sci fi stuff in a magazine. And then when it came over in English as heavy metal, was kind of the first introduction of a lot of cutting edge, crazy European comics to America. Uh, so especially the first like few years of heavy metal was kind of like revolutionary for affecting the American comic scene. And then very quickly it kind of devolved into like the big booby <laughs> side of European comics. But it's all uh, almost all British people though, right? <laughs> ever since. No? Like, yeah. Bilal Not this one much, but like uh, Frazada, a right. bunch of dudes in here. Um two thousand AD yeah. is the British one, right? Yes. yes. Two thousand AD is That's the British one. one. But yeah, heavy metals. Yeah, it's usually like boobs and guns and yeah. people exploding, uh, <laughs> which is weird because like Julie Strain, who used to be a model uh, that appeared in this, right. uh, showed up because she was married to Kevin Eastman right. of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, who bought this magazine and still is the publisher. Yep. So weird histories behind heavy metal. There you go. See, Jared knows. I have no idea. And they made um, some movies out of the early stuff. But yeah, this is Graham Morrison's first issue. Uh, the best thing about this is there's a Graham Morrison and Benjamin Mara story. Uh, about um, these grunt aliens uh, working on kind of... Invading <laughs> They're basically Earth. invading Earth, but Earth is seems to be completely destroyed. <laughs> no, no, I think that this is so far in the past that the only thing that's developed is bacteria. I personally think they crash-landed on the wrong planet. <laughs> and just... No, I think Earth has been destroyed by some kind of apocalypse because they're talking about... Oh, like, maybe. How like they had research about all this society and all these people that live there. <laughs> Yep. Um, and that, like the 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 you know the the atmosphere was oxygen based. And now it's all like nitrogen. So um, I'm saying they might just. Be I disagree. I think they accidentally traveled back in time. Oh, you think so? so? They so the scouts saw the populated Earth, but by the time they got there, or they got there too early for that. That's my theory. I think it's the Many mysteries. We'll see. We'll find out. But anyway, it's really funny. Uh, yeah, the art is so good. Ginger Mamara stuff. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but they also have some stuff like uh, Inky Bilal, who's one of the greatest uh, artists to come out of Europe, uh, doing a continuation part of his story. And another of the greatest uh, artists to ever come out of Europe, uh, Massimiliano Frizzato, who, oh man, did Keepers of the Mazer way like 10, 15 years ago. Back in this, the day. Yeah, and this is another one of his, just like a short little fancy thing. Everyone's always been kind of interesting because it's a lot of people doing short stories. Right. Um, but also they do take... Europeans like books like graphic novels and serialize them which sometimes doesn't work very well because it's like cutting off in weird points right. but and then other issues of heavy metal will have an entire European graphic novel uh, so my problem with this is we get 
part seven or whatever of the Bilal story and part eight of another story. So clearly the previous heavy metal editorial run is still wrapping up some stories. Right. So this doesn't quite feel like this has the stamp of Morrison on it yet. Um, some of it does, but yeah, yeah, some does, but not all of it. Uh, and frankly, some of this is just pretty standard heavy metal stuff. Yeah. Um, I was not super impressed by a lot of the artists on this. Um, some of it was great, and some of it was just like, really, this is the best you guys could do in this issue that obviously more people are picking up right. uh, for the Morrison connection. Um, and it still has a lot of the cheesecakey boob stuff. It's uh, worth it enough just for the Benjamin Mara thing. Well, yes, that's where it was amazing. Uh, and there are a couple of interesting ones in it. So I know over the next few issues, he's going to be bringing even more people in that are pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll see. This was, yeah, not the best Yeah, I feel de- like they should have done kind of like a complete restart kind that's of thing. my problem with this is like the last issue should have had like whatever bits they had left to wrap up their stories and this should have been like grant morrison number one or something right. crazy on it but anyway uh so we'll keep an eye metal, on it but so if you're interested yeah. in boobs and explosions and sci-fi stuff sci-fi fantasy stuff check it out uh that was heavy metal number what number was it 280 280 um next up we have satellite falling number one by steve horton Stephen thompson and lisa jackson uh satellite falling is about uh this woman who is a cab driver um in this satellite that's populated by uh lots and lots of different alien species over what does it say 100 species and seventy five thousand beings um but also she's an uh she's worked for the police she's kind of a bounty hunter um who has her who has a uh hollow hologram inducing machine i don't even know what to call it yeah she's but, the only human on this place right she's right? the only human on the entire satellite and she can uh make herself look like any other species and so that helps her kind of infiltrate these different which criminals is also and highly arrested. illegal it's a very illegal thing yeah. yeah yeah um and she works with this like other alien who's like uh works for the police department but they have a, a crazy relationship and she quickly gets pulled into this Forced, kind of forced to do this undercover job for the police, um, and things go wrong. But I don't know. I liked it a lot. I like this world. I like the art a lot. I like the designs of all the aliens. They're pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, cool alien design. Um, and uh, I liked her a lot. She's very interesting. That you get a lot of her background. Like she had um, girlfriend or wife, or I'm not sure, but that you know is no longer with her, and she's constantly kind of like her narration is her talking to her. Um, I don't know. It's very fun and interesting. It's a little bit like Copperhead, um, but more in like a city as opposed to like a Wild West kind yeah. of setting. Tone is yeah. different, but um, yeah, but yeah, the tone is different. But it's just, you know, it's like a space space cop kind but of thing. But amazing technology, amazing alien design. The city, the the space station looks fantastic. Yeah, the art's great. I really like yeah. this a lot. Uh, it's more than I expected to. Yeah, um, so pretty dang. Definitely cool. one of the best IDW books to come out in some time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. That was Satellite Falling Number One. Uh, next up and last up, but certainly not least, is Nameless City Volume One by Faith Aaron Hicks and Jordi Belair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this was the one of the things that I've been most anticipating yep. for a while now. Faith Aaron Hicks is one of my absolute favorite um, creators of of as a writer and as an artist. Um, so yeah. I was really, really yeah. We were, uh, we were, we've been trying to do this for a few weeks, but none of us, you know, we all had to read it. I, fe- I thought we'd, you know, we have to talk about it like in detail because we all have to read it. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I finished reading it right before the podcast. Well done. 
Um, and it was awesome. It was really good. What is it about, Kelly? Uh, well, can I see it? You're holding it. Holding we only it? Have Am I holding it? <laughs> Thank you. Look at it. I read it like three weeks ago. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. So it's about um, these two kids in this city that it's called the Nameless City because it is located between like three different warring nations. Yeah. And it's always whoever conquers it always changes the name. Yeah. So, so the people who actually live there they don't have a name for it. Right. They call it the nameless city and whoever conquers it says, oh, well, the name is this. And it's like, no, you're an idiot. <laughs> but no one has ever held the city for longer than like 30 years, I yep. think, Yep. Um, which is just long enough for like a generation to be born into the city and become complacent and right. then somebody else comes in. So this force that holds it now, um, they're getting to the end of their time, their right. 30 years. Um, so yeah, it, the main character, Kai, is this kid who is his father is um, a general from the, the attacking force. I don't remember the Conquering. name. It's occu- occupying force. The occupying or... force, yeah. Um, and he has been living with his mother like out in the country for his whole life. And he's, I don't know, maybe 12 or 13 years old. Right. Um, and so he is brought to the city to be educated. Uh, and and trained to fight. Yeah, exactly. In the army, I guess. And he meets this girl who is a, uh, her name is Rat, and she is just a denizen of the nameless city. Yeah, she's like a street urchin. Yeah. Um, she races across rooftops. That's her thing. Rooftops. And yeah, so they kind of, most of it's about them, their friendship, and she's kind of teaching him how to run and how to jump through the city, and he's kind of teaching her some stuff, and um, in the background, there's kind of- her food and clothing. Right, right, (laughs) food and clothing. In the background, there's all this political stuff going on involving- all the different cities meeting and at the same time you see a little bit of how there's a lot of disenfranchised people in the city kind of like um, yeah what the effect of all these continual right conquering armies has had on the people who live there the people are trying to just make right. it day to day yeah and it's very interesting and um kind of it's, it's the art is great art so good. Is a but great yeah it's, so it's like set in this pseudo asian fantasy setting right um have we seen any like magic stuff or anything? Yeah. No, there's nothing so fantastic. Just kind of like vaguely it. medieval, right. uh, it Asian. Feels setting. a little like um, Avatar: Last Airbender. It's like if Avatar was crossed with Mulan, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it feels like it could be a cool animated series or whatever. And so many good supporting characters in this, even the ones that you don't know much about. Um, so clearly at the end of this, like they kind of wrap up the first big story. But this is a really clearly this is going to be a longer cooler thing yeah there'll be three books in all and the second one is almost done and she's writing the third so hopefully they should come out in a pretty regular fashion awesome yeah what's your favorite character in this mine yeah rat i love rat Rat, rat's great i like uh is it mura oh the like like, bodyguard the bodyguard oh she's great um she's also like one of the she's raised there right she is a denizen of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's badass. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna see more. Yeah, see, of that's her. what I mean. There's she's like so much stuff that's person. built up. Yeah, this very much like it's really good, but it also feels like an introductory, yes. like level course to like this place. Yeah, right. I feel like book two is gonna be really hardcore. Yeah, like, this one was like had some serious stuff going on, but we still had a lot of fun, just like trying to make your way. But yeah, yeah. there's things in the works that it's are great. pretty ominous. I think we all so. loved it. Super, super great. I could safely assume that this is probably all of our favorite book of this week. Yeah, definitely. Right, Jared? Satellite Falling was really good. It was really good. But this is definitely better. This Um, is like the best. It was great. Um, Yeah. 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 
That's it. Is that everything? That's, That's it. it. Wow. Yeah. That's small it. Is that week. too much this week? We'll see you next That's week. That's what happens um, the week after Free Comic Book Day. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I'll have to try to read some trades this week. Maybe High Bone Theater if I read get a chance. Read Gardens of the Louvre, man. And Gardens of the Louvre. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, we'll have to read read some stuff. Yeah. All we'll right. Th- we'll talk about that. We'll talk about those next soon. time. Yep. Um, yeah. Well, maybe on the next episode. Yeah. Thanks for uh, listening. We'll see you then. See ya.